And welcome, everybody, to this edition of the SMP Paranormal Show. I'm your host, Dan Holroyd of the Southern Michigan Paranormals and, of course, the Michigan69podcast.com network where you can go over to the Paranormal Now network as well and you can listen to this program uh, at your leisure. You will also hear us Sunday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Unrestricted Radio. Please do yourself a favor and go download that app. It is free. It costs you nothing. And you can listen to me and other paranormal people on the program there Sunday nights. And uh, we have a lot of fun over there. And there's a great bevy, and I mean a bevy, a plethora of other DJs that play all sorts of music from one end of the spectrum to the other. Um and then also Saturday, if you want to tune into my other show, which is called The Big Dog Show. Um, and that show, you'll have to read the description. Uh, you know, it, it, it speaks for itself. It's a place where it's okay to be a man, a woman, whatever you want to be. Uh, but we focus on a lot of fun, a lot of hilarity. Uh, of course, we get naughty once in a while. We call those left turns. But come on over, take a listen. Um, you know, there's always fun topics, especially my adventures. Um we have a great show for you tonight. Uh, we've got a, a person with us that I've been looking forward to uh, talking with. And uh, I'm going to give you her bio. And this is a large bio, so everybody bear with me. But I, as I told the guest, that's a great thing. It is a great thing. Um, Dr. Kimberly McGeorge is our guest tonight. Uh, she's an internationally renowned uh, naturopathic doctor, energy healer, remote viewer, paranormal expert, and consciousness teacher. Her extensive client list includes some of the world's most talented healers, and for the past 25 years, uh, she has worked on thousands of people around the world. Dr. Kimberly was born with the ability uh, to remote view, seeing people's auras, and was highly intuitive. While still in college, she helped police on many occasions. Uh, finding she had a natural affinity with herbs, she worked as a herbalist and went to, on to create and distribute, distribute, guys, I haven't been drinking yet, I promise, distribute her own line of herbal organic products internationally. During this time, her personal practice expanded to multiple clinics throughout Columbus. Uh, driven by her inner knowing that her healing work could be made much quicker, more affordable, and amplified exponentially. Hey, I got that word out. Using technology, Dr. Kimberly consulted with an esteemed neurosurgeon, did that one too without fumbling, realized that the healing frequencies and naturopathy, naturopathy or naturopathy, I'm sure I'm butchering that, um, it could be applied to all areas of her clients' lives. Her last groundbreaking program, Frequency Master, teaches how to master frequencies in your own life and trains others, healers, to use their own unique and successful methods. Kimberly, wow, that's a lot to say. Welcome to the program. Thank you so much. You did a great job. I, I tried. I tried. Now, do you want me to prefer, refer to you as doctor or is Kimberly okay? No, no, no. Kimberly's fine. Okay. All right. Well, I know we always get a list of like talking points and we get a list of question points, which I love those because I will get to some of those, you know, in the program. But I always start out because, you know, there may be people who have heard you on other podcasts who come over and listen. Uh, but I've got audience people who are, are new to you. And I always ask, how did this all start? What what was the moment that you could remember? And then we'll, we'll got, kind of go through that. And then I'll throw I'll throw some curveballs at you here and there. Oh, how fun. <laughs> Nothing bad. I don't mean it in a bad no, way. I like it. I like it. I like it. Um, you know, it's so funny because, you know, you say definitive moment, but it was like moments, you know, moment and moment and moment, kind of like walking up a staircase. 
um, when I was, you know, really young, three and four, I discovered I didn't know the term was remote view, but uh, the way, you know, I lived outside of Chicago and anyone that's lived outside of Chicago or in Chicago for that matter, and in any big city knows there's a lot of sirens. Mm -hmm. And so I discovered that I could remote view because every time I heard a siren, particularly at night, it happened, uh, it would trigger a scene in my little three, four, five-year-old mind. And obviously the scene was, you know, fires and accidents and hangings and murders and shootings. And, you know, I'm like a child and I was highly traumatized. And my parents could understand why I would like, you know, scream and press the pillow over my ears. And of course that didn't help, but I understood in, you know, just intuitively that that sound somehow was giving me an entry, you know, a connection to those events through the siren. Because obviously, you know, when you get a call, you know, you call the police, you call the fire station, they're already on the way. So I beat, I beat them to the scene. Let's put it that way. So, you know, I thought everybody could do that, you know, even right. though my brother, you know, didn't react like that. Other people didn't seem to particular have a problem with it, but I thought everybody could see RS. I thought everybody could see spirits. I thought everybody could see portals into space. I just thought everybody was like me. How would you know at a young age they weren't, you know, until yeah. you go to school and it became really, really apparent that I was like, like a Martian, like didn't fit in. Nobody was like me. And so I really didn't use my abilities again. I mean, I did, I'm sure, but kind of like you and I talked about, I really didn't use them until college. Uh, and in college, I kind of saw a way to get into a new social circle. You know, if someone's saying, is my you know boyfriend cheating on me? I'd be like, heck yeah. And they're like, how do you know? I'll say, well, what do you want to know? What do you oh, want to know? No. What does she look like? Where are they going? I could even read license plates sometimes. Oh my and goodness. So, yes, yeah, so I became really, really popular and I unpopular. <laughs> right, right. That's a double-edged sword, I'm sure. Yeah, and you know it is. And then um, they had some big cases in the community in the Fox River Valley. And the Fox River Valley is known for occult, O-C-C-E-L-T, um, mm. probably occult, but you know, a call crime. And uh, I got the attention of some uh, local law enforcement officials. And so I got caught in on some cases, um, not very good cases, not things I would ever recommend you do to learn how to use your abilities. Um, you know, remains of animals, remains of baby bodies, um, you know, just horrible things, you know, that these people do sacrifice and all of oh, that. Lord. So, yeah. 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 You know, at 20, I got messed up in that. And then accidentally, I stumbled into, I don't know if you want to say haunted locations or weird situations that I was called in to see if I had any insight. And I found myself in a couple situations where I had to do exorcisms at 20 years of age. So that's how all the kind of paranormal stuff started, where I really held it and understood that I was good at this, that it could be used to earn money. It could be used to, you know, gain friends, win friends, influence people, um, you know, shut it down, had children, got married, tried to live the, what I call the 3D normal life, um, had a lot of health problems, got really interested in natural healing. Like I said, it's just step to step to step, had to find my own solutions, went back to school, uh, became, you know, I wrote an herbal column, uh, went back to school again, got some more degrees, opened up a practice. I uh, got really success, successful, opened up an in-person clinical practice. You know, we used to see each other in person, you guys, like not even, you know, the C word, but even before that, but, you know, in the old days, we didn't have all this internet Right, stuff. right. 
Right. So I actually, you know, had a clinical practice and uh, was very successful at that, shut that down and um, got into, well, and the reason I shut it down, I've got to tell you guys, is healthcare is so expensive, especially alternative mm -hmm. healthcare. Even if yeah. you have a health savings account to get everything you need, it's just really hard. I found compliance very low. You know, doctors can give you all the drugs or a, a naturopathic doctor can give you all the supplements, but if you don't take them, you know, you're not going to get better. Correct. So I found, you know, I just didn't like and feel that people were getting well. So um, someone that I was, you know, involved with at the time is neurosurgeon at John Hopkins. And he's like, you know, you're using at this time I was using uh, frequency devices. And he said, you know, babe, I think you can use these in a different way, long distance. I don't think you have to have an in-person uh, practice anymore. So then we started using it all over the world. And here we are today. That's kind of a jumbled mix of everything I do put together. No, that's wonderful. No, no. And quite a learning curve, as you said, as a young person uh, and knowing, I, I'm sure within yourself that you're maturing quite quick, you know, quickly and quicker than other people around you, because look what you're dealing with, you know, so hats, hats off to you and lots of applause uh, on <laughs> this end, because, you know, uh, other people may not have handled that the same or as well. Uh, I've heard stories from other folks who do what you do um, that they didn't handle it that well. And there were a lot of other, uh, you know, hurdles uh, with family and other people and understandings. Uh, and I'm sure you went through some of that, too. Uh, but, um, yeah, thanks for sharing that with us, by all means. Because um, I see that you are into, like I said, everything. You're, you're, we're kindred spirits. You are into everything. Um you're into the cryptids, you're into the ghosts, the consciousness, you know, houses and land clearings. And, you know, um, I'm all about that, too, because, you know, when I've worked private cases, um, I've had to tell people, too, I think that there are things sometimes that become attached to the home. Uh, and they may not always be the people that live there. There could be other things from the outside that I don't quite understand, but yet I'm aware there's something going on. And again, I try to find the right people to send to them because I sure as heck, I'm not going to get involved in that and make it worse. Um, but uh, I'd like to start off, you know, uh, I think the first part that you've discussed, you know, the aura and, and being able to look at folks and, um, you know, see things and pick up on things. Uh, we discussed a little bit offline, uh, Kimberly, that I have a little bit of that myself. I've talked about it on the program. I let it happen when it happens, but I keep it, you know, on a lower level uh, frequency, if you will, because I'm a big believer in, in that as well. Tesla all the way uh, had it right. He had it right. And nobody, nobody wants to listen. You know what I'm saying? Um, how does that affect you emotionally? Uh, when, when, when you first started doing this at a young age and you're interacting, like you said, you know, telling on people cheating and stuff, I mean, what kind of a toll does that take on you physically and mentally? Yeah. So it's, it's all glamorous till it's not right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Definitely, I'm just going to be honest. And a lot of people that know me won't be surprised by this. They know this, but I really, really, and I still sometimes do struggle with anxiety. Um, mm -hmm. Basically, by the you know, since I was born till when I was um, 43 years old, I'm 52 now, um, lifelong struggle with depression. And I think a lot of that is uh, the merging with energies, the merging with uh, place energies, the merging with people energies, not understanding how to manage that. I really, until I got the technology really and learn and kind of put that as a barrier between me, I call myself the lazy psychic now because I don't have to merge because one of my abilities that I don't really enunciate 
or explain on very many shows, because not everybody asks me out of the box questions, so I don't get to, is I have the ability to completely merge with a house, a person, an animal, a place, and become that entity or that energy. And and see everything from the inside out, which is how I think I'm so accurate. It's a totally different view than a psychic or somebody who views something from the outside in. Yeah, so it's 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 a mixture of psychometry and, and goes a little deeper than that. I understand that. I understand that because yeah, I would get. I possess you. Is what I'm trying to say. All right then. So you must be farty. You farty. You must be fun at parties. Is what I was trying to say. It must be a lot of fun at parties and farty. I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that. Why I blurted that out. You're so funny. Oh my gosh. It's hilarious. I, I'm trying. I'm trying. It keeps, it keeps no, viewers, it. you know, you make it too, too serious, but um, I love it. no, that's great. And, and like I said, I can't, I, I can't be one of those people to say, well, I can only imagine you. You can't, I, I would never want to throw that at people because I can't imagine. I can't. Mine was completely different uh, when mm -hmm. I sense things from people's and I still do that. Let me ask you this. Uh, when you go out to stores and shopping, I have to put up blocks sometimes and just, you know, focus on other things. And my wife for a long time would get a little perturbed thinking I'm not paying attention. And what I'm doing is trying to find other ways to not pick up on everybody's problems. Cause mm -hmm. it just, it all rushes in at one time. You still, yeah. you still struggle and with that? I don't struggle with it as much. I struggled with it more when, because I love to do it to irritate my kids. You know, we'd go out to eat and we're sitting <laughs> at the table and the waiter comes up and my hand comes down on his arm. And I said, so you're a musician and you're not doing anything with your music. And then they start crying. And then my kids are like, please, do we have to do this? And I said, if you guys don't stop. I'm going to get up and do free readings all around the restaurant. Right. So, uh, yeah. so, but I have to tell you, I have learned. It's the most amazing thing. That's not my problem when I go out. When I leave my house and even sometimes in my house, and you'll understand this totally, it's not the people anymore. I have, I don't know. I just have some weird thing. I can look at whoever I want. I can go into whoever I want, but I just don't. Kind of like what you say, I must have some kind of weird thing I've learned to do where I just block it. But what I do pick up that I have not learned to avoid is the entities. And I don't mean human mm -hmm. discarnate. So, you know, when we start using these words, every person kind of has a different meaning. Oh, so I I'm absolutely not, understand. I bring, right. I'm not bringing home a bunch of ghosts. I mean, like these small, little, like slime. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's just so much we pick up and it could even be other people's anger or other people's frustration yeah. that they oh, yeah. dump on you you walk by. But I find when I get home from the grocery store, the post office, even if I'm out five minutes at my neighbors, it's like, I feel slimed. I feel slimed. I feel not like how, when I left and how I deal with that. Cause people always ask me, I do a lot of essential oils, but usually I just have to get in the shower and I find these entity energies, especially if they're new, literally, you know, water so purifying, you know, holy water, water, the crystalline structure of water. Uh, right. Usually, you know, that's all it takes is a little. And and it is. And, and it's, and it's, and bringing Shane in. Welcome Shane. Hello. It's good to see you, buddy. Hey man. Um, he's jumping in the middle, but I got to tell you, Kimberly, the, the, the description you're using is funny because you're talking to a guy who is a ghostbuster. Literally. So I, I am in charge of the Great Lakes Ghostbuster Coalition. Some audience members know that, some don't. So we're a, I, I head up the Kalamazoo Ghostbusters. Shane knows this. So we dress in the costumes. We got the packs, the suits, and you're using the term slime. But I just found that so funny. Oh, that's um, so crazy. <laughs> how funny it. is that? No, but I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. And 
And I don't mean to get off track, and I'm going to throw some out-of-the-box stuff for you, if that's okay. Because, like I said, we I want you to be very assured, uh, doctor, that I we never bring anybody on the program, and there's no ambushing. I'm not out here to call out anything. What what the what I mean out-of-the-box stuff is just maybe, like you said, other people are real protected when they ask stuff. The show isn't like that. We're pretty open and raw. So um, I got a, a question about that. So when you were talking about these entities, um, I know that before COVID hit and some other things were going on, you know, in 2018, I was telling people that back then, if we're going to talk about things happening now, um, in, in connection to entities, that I knew something was coming. I kept telling people there's a storm on the horizon. Something is headed this way. It's going to throw everybody and everything out of whack. I don't know how I knew, but I felt that I was getting messages from the other side. That's the only thing I could tell people, but they wouldn't tell me details. It would just give me little hints that uh, people are going to be at each other. And people said, well, are we in for weather? Are we in for hurt? No, it wasn't that. I, I said there was something that was dark and it was going to affect a lot of people one way or the other. And it's happened. Now, I'm not saying I called it, but I sensed it. But on the other end of that, too, to jump from that, like being in places, too, I'm aware at times that there's things that there that don't seem human to me. And I don't run from it, but it, I, I try to protect myself and I'm, at, I'm guarded because I, I think there's parallel things going on around me. I may sound nuts by asking you this question. Am I on the right track? Is that stuff that you've experienced, too? Oh, 100%. Absolutely. Um, when I um, have investigated, I haven't done a lot of investigations, but I just went up to a house where someone was a little, not a little girl, but a young woman was murdered and raped and yada, yada, you know, and left that signature right on a Civil War battlefield. Of course, we have to have all these combination of things. Oh, There's my a lot gosh. Of Right. a lot of energy there and i haven't done an investigation in so long but as and of course they have the camera on me because we're filming a sizzle reel you, you guys know how all that goes i'm sure so we're walking in and and uh they, they have me you know filmed hanging over the bar of the walkway you know about to throw up because i hit such a wall even now it almost makes me sick thinking about it of dark heavy i would almost say like demonic even though that's a loose term too you know yeah. low frequency energy I, right. It took like 20 minutes before I could walk in that house without throwing up. I couldn't even analyze. Right. I couldn't get through the door. There was so much negative energy. And, and, and I felt that at Gettysburg as well when I, I visited years ago with my brother. And he doesn't believe in anything. Chuck's like, ah, I don't believe in any of this stuff, you know, even though we had experiences together as children. So it's here and there. But same thing, man. I was so overwhelmed walking out in the wheat field and the peach orchard and Devil's Den. And I went up to Little Round Top and I was like, man, you know, I, I mean, I was just by the end of the night he asked what was wrong when we went to bed and I had a great time. I mean, I was able to push a lot of it out, but I told him I'm just drained. And, you know, I finally confided in my brother at that time that I just sensed so much anger and hurt. And there's people still there that are lost. They're wandering around wondering what's happened. Why aren't they home? And people seem to think that this energy dissipates after an amount of time. And I can't prove this. I'm just telling you that from my experience, I don't think that that's true. Um, but, uh, Again, that's here and there, but uh, I wanted to tell everybody Shane Feek is with us. I know I welcomed him in. Shane is a member of the Southern Michigan Paranormals, and Shane is our scientist engineer extraordinaire. I also wanted to tell everybody that I am coming to you live. This program is being done tonight from a location. We're at Historic Hotel Nichols 
in South Haven, Michigan. Look it up online, Hotel Nichols, South Haven, Michigan. Uh, as I, I told the, the doctor offline, we've investigated, but there were way too many people here. Uh, Shane's here. Uh, his wife, Lynn, was here. And uh, I'm here in the lobby. So thanks for joining us here on the SMP show. And I know that we've been going at it for a few minutes. I'm going to let uh, everybody grab a beverage. We're going to take our first break. We usually wait about 30 minutes, but we're going to take our first break. I want Kim, uh, Dr. Kimberly to stay with us and Shane, of course, stay with us. Uh, you're listening to the SMP Paranormal Show right here on Unrestricted Radio exclusively, also exclusively on the Michigan 69 Podcast Network. And yes, there is a joke there behind the 69. Everybody asks, there's a joke. Maybe I'll share it with you sometime on the later show. Uh, but you can find a lot of great programming over there. And, of course, those of you who already know, we'd like to thank our sponsors, Henderson Castle. Go to hendersoncastle.com. It's an 1895 bed and breakfast in downtown Kalamazoo, put up by Frank and Mary Henderson. Great history, great family, uh, just a beautiful place. And you can come and explore the paranormal with yours truly. I host historic ghost tours there once a month, and uh, we have a great time. Um, also gun barrel coffee. Now you've had the rest drink the best. Okay. I know everybody's used that term. I'm going to use it. These guys are out of Batavia, Illinois. Uh, you know, uh, Brian and Sal put together a great product. I drink gun barrel coffee every day, every night I do. Uh, they send me coffee and we network each other and proceeds from the sales of this coffee folks go to help veterans. It is veteran owned veteran run. Um, it is, you know, uh, Brian's family, he comes from a long line of coffee roasters. His grandfather was a coffee roaster right there in Chicago. Uh, just great coffee. I got a new bag called Battleship, and you want to talk about Navy coffee and dark coffee. Holy moly. You could take the varnish off the side of my house with this coffee. I could use that that's, in the morning. <laughs> oh, dude, that's probably why I'm wired up right now. So <laughs> I had a cup before I got here. And so I'm now I'm hitting the water. But uh, everybody stay loose uh, in your caboose. We'll be back for more right after this. When you were here before, you couldn't look you in the eye. You're just like an angel. Your skin makes me cry. You float like a feather in a beautiful I was special You're so very special But I Special Yeah, I wish 
Podcasts are brought to you by Henderson Castle at hendersoncastle.com. Gun Barrel Coffee at gunbarrelcoffee.com. Live Radio 1 slash Facebook. Unrestricted Radio at unrestrictedradio.com. The Michigan 69 Podcast at themichigan69podcast.com. All opinions, points of view, and remarks made on these podcasts are those of the guests and the hosts of such podcasts. They do not necessarily reflect those opinions, views, or remarks of the management of the 69 Podcast Network. Yeah.
we went nowhere i tell you that every time we take a break because we're sitting here staring at each other um but for you you went somewhere you went in the kitchen you got yourself a drink you got a snack i don't know whatever it is you like to drink a beer lemonade whiskey whiskey's always good and i will tell you that i found a whiskey here in southwest michigan called whiskey dick yes you heard me it's whiskey dick and it is funny and it's a cherry whiskey and it's delicious with a great cigar i'd try it um <laughs> Minus I, cigar, but I'd try it. Right, right. It, it it's really good. I know next time you and I hang out, I'll make sure I got a bottle. We're with Dr. Yeah. Kimberly McGeorge and a fascinating lady. And we were talking a little bit about, about her her gifts and her auras. And I didn't want to wait too late in the program because I pressured her a little bit before we came on the show. Now, she had a picture of me and Elmer. Elmer couldn't join us tonight. Bob couldn't join us tonight. So this is why we're doing the SMP uh, program. Uh, tonight. And I just, I had to ask her, it's like, well, hopefully mine is giving you whatever. Look, I know folks, you've listened to me on the big dog show. Some of you know me very well. I see Shane smiling over there. Um, I am not without sin. Trust me. <laughs> I am not a perfect human being. Uh, you know, I have a lot of fun with life, uh, but I'm curious. I'm curious. I, I always have been curious to see what's going on uh, you know, I, I feel that I work in the light and I'm always curious to, to know what's going on. So Kimberly, maybe you can direct me and uh, give me some good advice. And if there's something terrible, don't hold back. This is, <laughs> I'm not afraid of the terrible stuff. The aura is just from the lightning building up. 
The static electricity in my armpits. I got to shave. Yeah, he's getting days. ready to build up because he's going to get stuck. <laughs> it's kind of squ- it's kind of squatchy in there. I'm just you know just going to say. Ew. It. <laughs> yeah, poor girl. <laughs> um, yeah. So I mean, and, and I'll be honest, the aura is just kind of the starting point. A first pull aura when I first have a client or I look at someone is pretty indicative of what's going on obviously right now but it also gives us some clues to you know bigger pictures so of course my dogs i love puppies no i start barking at this opportune moment but um in your arm since it's the big dog <laughs> i was thinking that when we kept saying dogs I'm like don't say dogs let's start barking. um but you're really intuitive and i see that in the aura i mean i can hold it up i know this isn't going to be like a video show i don't know can you see like i don't know i know it's like kind of yeah, yeah we can see it good. you can see some of the shades um there's yellow there's green there's purple but i don't know if you can see and i'll send it to you but there's a dark cast over the whole thing which can mean a million different things so i again i know you can't see but i'm using my app which um, Shane would probably be interested in hearing yep. more about at some point, uh, which is Energy Remastered. And so, you know, we're radio towers. We, you know, we put out the frequencies. If you have a parasite, if you have a virus, if you have a disease, if you have an emotion, everything's frequency here. Right. And uh, even, you know, beliefs, thought patterns, addictions, uh, hormones, brain chemicals, there's nothing about a person that if the software is programmed, to answer the question, does this person have it or does this person believe it, um, that we cannot answer. And so over, you know, using this app and other technology like it for 25 years, I can say my app is 100% accurate, which is probably why sometimes I'm really popular and sometimes I'm really unpopular. So we can look at other things. Um, you know, the chakras are mamby-pamby thing, but people are familiar with them and relate to them. So I find this really interesting, Danny, because your throat chakra, is completely closed. But you have this amazing voice. You have this incredible radio voice. You you talk like a million miles a minute. I think you could talk for like seven days straight without taking a breath if you had to. Shane knows that, unfortunately, yeah. But it tells us something very interesting about you. It tells us, so when the throat chakra is closed, usually it's not people like you. It's, you know, shy people, people that aren't comfortable speaking up. <laughs> Um, but it can indicate either that you don't completely know yourself or that you're lying to yourself about something or you're lying to others. And I'm not accusing, see why I'm not a popular guest. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) But, and I, and again, we would have to dig into the deeper layers and I do think I found some clues to what that might mean. And so typically also in men, I hate to say, but we see the sacral chakra, which in, uh, um, Eastern medicine is, you know, the sexual chakra, you know, so in men and women, I mean, we're so, everybody's screwed up about sex. Come on, give me a break. Yes, they, are. they are, yeah. Uh, no, I mean it, you guys. Like, seriously, I see thousands of clients a year and everybody, most people have a week, you know, so that doesn't really, it could mean something. I mean, it could mean somebody's a heart, I'm not saying you, a heart, because that didn't come up, <laughs> a hardcore sex addict or love sex or hate sex. But again, we can't infer that just from a chakra, obviously. Keep your um, mouth so shut, was, Shane. I'm not <laughs> saying a word. <laughs> he gave you a smile. He knows. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to keep going to just talk about you the whole time. But I do want to bring up the spiritual protection panel because it's like the theme, like what we're talking about. So yeah. you know how we were talking about entities, I think before Shane came on. And like right now, I know you have entities. And maybe because of where you are, because you 
clearly said you're in this, you know, haunted location, but you're coming up really high for entities. I also want to say something super weird and interesting. And Shane has a nice head, pretty nice head of hair there. The entities love to hide in the hair. And if you oh. take a snapshot, like if I take a snapshot, which I don't know if I can do it right now, I'll do it on like the next fake break. But uh, I'll see if he has any entities in his hair. But I mean, it's to the point that you can see ears, eyes, and fur if they're that kind of entity. There's many wow. different kinds of entities. Yeah. So a lot of times that's how yeah, I. Yeah, you're I, not finding no entities in there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, not on your. I mean, that's not the only place, obviously, that they like. Uh -oh. out, but but that's the easiest way. You know, you, people think I'm woo woo and crazy, but I'm not. I'm actually super scientific, and I don't like to say a lot if I can't show you a picture that you and I can agree that we're seeing the same thing. Okay. Or I really like the scientific proof of it. That's why I design technology because I understand frequency, you know? Well, I, I will I will be very open here, and I'm open on everything. Shane knows this. You can back me up on it. You know, you talking about possibly still not discovering myself or knowing myself. I, I'm very open about that. I am still trying to figure out who I am. You know, I, I think I've gotten a message about going forward, bearing witness and helping when I can. And I tried, I try to do that as much as I can. So I think that you were right on with that because, you know, the one thing I don't like is people going out and lying to other people and telling people truths. Now I've done it in the past and it came back to bite me in the butt and Shane knows the story. And, you know, that was just a bad portion of my life. But the fact is, you know, I, I try to, I'm really still at 58. I'm really still trying to figure out all the complexities that are me because there are things that happen with me that don't make a lot of sense. And a lot of it's in the spiritual realm. I, I believe I've got my relationship with, you know, God, you know, the person above and, and other things around me. And I feel it quite a bit, but I don't know. You know, I felt I found my niche, which is, like I said, trying to make it a better world and doing speaking openly and doing what I do because I'm definitely not shy. Uh, I was when I was younger. I, I was when I was younger. I mean, I, I wasn't always like I am now. Me yeah. too. It's weird. And, yeah. and, but, but I just wanted to thank you. Cause I think that that's exactly what you hit on. And, and I don't mind telling people out here. It's like, I'm still struggling. I think a lot of us are, doesn't matter how old you get, you're still trying to figure out who you are and what kind of legacy you want to leave and you know, what you want to do with Absolutely. the remaining years you have, you know, so maybe Absolutely. that's what you're seeing. Cause I certainly, I certainly can tell people that I don't come out here and, you know, lie to myself or others. I may lie to myself sometimes about things, but that's human. That's, that's humanity. But I think you were right on. I, I, I know you were right on as soon as you said, you know, trying to figure out who I am still trying to get there, you know? Yeah. It can uh, kind of, have, yeah. It can kind of, were you in the military or do you have military in your family? As military in my family, I was in for a very, very short period of time. Uh, I wish I would have been able to go further, but the cards weren't laid out that way. Uh, but I gravitated through many travels into law enforcement and high-end security. So that's what I ended up doing for 17 years, you know. Um, but I'm all about the military. I support, I'm not wearing my stuff tonight, but I support Till Valhalla Project. Yeah, you said veterans. You did say veterans. And I know she I needs love veterans, yeah. He needs to cover his ears when I say this to you because I know he'll have something to say. Because <laughs> I understand like technology minds and like engineering minds, which is what I feel like Shane has. Like, dun, 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 dun. No, oh, he does. He does. He's, good. he's a great guy. He's got, he's going to say this does not compute. But um, uh, when I was scanning you, like I said, there's nothing that can be hidden. So even things that they, governments, 
whoever your spouse, this technology exposes because everything's frequency and there is yep. no time and space. All time is now. So we can access anything, anywhere, anytime, anywhere. Gotta love you. Yes, exactly. Yes. Secret records, all of that. Have you, I'm just dropping this in your field. I know we don't want to like get way off on a tangent because, uh, uh, you know, this is a big kind of topic right now. And I believe that there's going to be a release of the Kruger records, which is part of this program. So secret space program, my labs, I'm just going to drop this in your field. I call it dropping it in your field. I a hundred percent believe Danny that you're being abducted by the oh, military. Oh yeah, you got the probe, I'm sure. And used, <laughs> you, and used in operations. That's and why that's he waddles when he walks. That they're going to reveal all this stuff to us. They say this summer. I don't know if I believe that, but they're you know dangling that carrot. You know UFO revealing. You know, yeah, of course, is what they say. Yeah, yeah, and and I gotta say, you, it's 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 not unexpected that you said this because I was questioning this not too long ago, just a few days back. I thought I've had some things happen. I don't know about so much missing time. I have experienced that very rarely that I can remember. But I wondered about that. I've listened to some programs on Coast to Coast, you know, AM with George okay. and a few yes, guests. Sir. And okay. it was so in-depth, but I thought, man, some of that stuff fits right in with me. And I've often wondered. I've often okay. wondered. Weird. And <laughs> I don't think it's been done in a bad way. I don't want to. I no, wouldn't want to think. Not, and I do want to say um, there are different people, different levels, just like in the military and society. And you can be running good missions just as much as you could be running bad missions or right. neutral. You know, you're a peace. You know, you've been a peacekeeper. If you're patrolling a planet right. as a peacekeeper, that's not good or bad. It's just is, you know. It so, is, is, right. Yeah. So I, I wasn't trying to insinuate like you're like some clone superhuman superhero avatar smashing people like the incredible wish. author and yeah. things. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I did the car lot. Wait, wait what did you say? <laughs> Poor Dan. We give him so much hard time. He the guy that pooped in the car lot. Yeah, that's another story uh, for another well, I'm talking time. About the <laughs> yeah. Lights. That, those oh lights. yeah. That was your yeah. abduction. Sorry, dude. It might have been. It might have been. Oh go, go ahead, Kimberly. Go ahead. Yeah. No, Sorry, no, please. no. I, I just would encourage you to, um, there's a channel, James. I mean, I, I also am going to say um, on Shane's side of things, I think a lot of it's BS. I think a lot of it is people wanting it to be. I think a lot of it's mm -hmm. misinterpreting things. Sure. I think a lot of false memories, implanted memories. When you put yourself under a hypnotherapist or you put yourself under a soul regression, not only can that person be channeling some weird stuff or you don't know where they're at necessarily, but weird beings can come in, I believe, and give false information. And they're like, Your spirit said, you know, well, you could tell somebody anything under the guise of your spirit guide said, right? The spirit sure. guide said, leave your wife. You know, I mean, it's BS. I think 90% of all this is BS. But so I'm kind of on both sides of that fence. But you have like, you're screaming like my lab's SSP to me, possibly even like a 20, 40, 60, 80 and back type of thing where you were age regressed. Because the technology they have out, and I don't know how much you're aware, Shane, or how much you've dug into this since you're the tech guy, but like the technology even that I've been able to create and lay my hands on and the things I've been able to do with tech is mind-blowing, and people aren't even aware of the capability of technology that we know, you know, versus yep. the technology that they have that I don't even know, but I suspect. <laughs> sure. Yeah, I build all kinds of stuff. So, I mean, you, I'm sitting in the lab right now, as you can see all the lab. I know. I, I love it so much. I was going to tell you, I am like, I'm like loving that so much. I just love it. That's yeah. how my engineer's lab looks. I'm just like, yeah, yeah I know. Well, I'm in the lab right now. 
So. Yeah, I, lo- I love the space he has there at his house. I would I would like to live there probably twenty four seven. We'll put a tent in your backyard, in my backyard. There's oh now you know better than that at my age. There's not going to be any tent sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to bring the camper. I'm not sleeping right. in, in cots or ground anymore. No, no, no. Um, moving forward, I mean, we've kind of jumped into some of this stuff. Let's let's talk a little bit about um, you know these. How about parallel? existences you know as far as it it's connected to consciousness um because do you think that parallel existence is connected to that in a way or any kind of healing properties that may come in from the other side or you're channeling this through or is it the one of the universe because i think there's a lot of power in the stars and universe of creation as well which is obviously frequency you've you've talked about it That question make any sense? Is it too much? No, absolute sense. So I have a kind of a two pronged answer. First of all, I, the way I, I read timelines and people's timelines. And um, I think you can, that we create our own reality and we also contribute to the collective reality. And Mm -hmm. I wish everyone, you know, we kind of mouth that even I do. And I was just talking to my daughter about this, but we don't really act on it. I think if the three people here, good people, plus other people like us acted on it, the world how did we let psychopaths take over the world, guys? Come on. We were all freaking sleeping. Every single one of us, right? Yeah. I mean, we can mouth, this should be, this should be, vote. You know, that's not going to do it. You know, action. I don't mean standing in the streets, waving signs, painting lines. Don't get Dan reared up. I mean, like going in, pulling them by the scruff of the neck, say, we play your salary, get out. I'm taking over until we figure something better out. I Good mean, Lord. Doctor, you know, on my other program, I tell everybody, how you holding up? How you doing? You're still standing in the weeds with me watching the insane train go by. I'm going to wave all the psychos in the window. I'm with you. I am with you. It's how did we get to this point? But so many of us who are in touch were just like, we watched it happen on live TV. It all took place in front of us. And we're just like, oh, how did this happen? It's not going to affect me, is it? It's not going to affect my bank account. It's not going to affect my job, my family, my food supply. Right, right. Until it does. And then they're like, well, what? And like, well, we were all trying to tell you, but nobody wanted to listen. But all of that to say, and and, um, I I do it quite often. So a flash will come into my head of maybe an accident uh, up ahead or or something that's going to happen to me or my dogs or my kids. And I'll jump timelines. So I believe we have at least five timelines uh, there's other versions of us. I believe that this is a matrix type of video game place. I don't think it's a super um, hardcore place. And there's a lot of things that have happened to me that kind of back that up that we don't have time to talk about here. But uh, so when I don't like something that I think is coming and I am a little bit psychic, um, I just jump timelines. I jump up or down to avoid it. And I, you know, I choose that that's not going to happen. I'm going, you know, we're going to go on something else. See what happens on that timeline. Can't be as bad as that one. So that's one way I see reality. And then the other way, I do think there's other realms, other universes, uh, which is funny though. Universe, I hate that word because universe means song of one and really the same really multiverse matter. yeah i do like multiverse better i always say universe and then i'm like no eh, that doesn't feel right i, mean, I yes, do too i do too you have a micro reality but you also contribute to the macro reality mm-hmm. so yeah so i also think there's a whole bunch of stuff i don't know and i can't answer and you guys don't know and you can't answer 
Right. That's that's true. And and I think in in my years, you know, being around, you know, this stuff and and seeing the world and how it really rotates and really getting out there, I would tell everybody everything affects everything. Uh, people would not want to believe that, but the slightest little thing can set off a domino effect. And I mean, I, I never wanted to believe it because maybe I was hiding from that for a long, many years, you know, but as I got older, I thought, oh no, 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 no. The slightest little thing you and I do affects somebody on some scale and it affects somebody else and it affects, you know, or things around you in nature, the multiverse. So I, I'm with you. I try to be in touch with everything that's going on and it's overbearing sometimes. You know, like I said, I try to open up to everything. Um, maybe that's the alien thing. I don't know, but it, it's, it's been an eye opener and, and, and there's a little bit of fear in there too, because as you said, sometimes you, you feel things or you see things. And I want to ask you this, another out of the box question. Have you made contact with something that is just, I won't say horrendous, but it's a little, a little alarming, and a little horrifying. And you think that there's gotta be a lot of us working together to hold this at bay or to make sure it doesn't come in. It's hard for me to answer that because a lot of people think, um, you know, they talk a lot about the 13 families and mm -hmm. they run the world and all of that. But um, I uh, was in a relationship with a person who was in one of those uh, 13 families, very high up in uh, family, very yes. high up in politics in America. Is that the Illuminati section? This is the Illuminati section. Okay. <laughs> You're talking about the 13 families. Yeah, well, I mean, there's actually more than 13 families. There's the, uh, but yeah, but I mean, I'm just referring to that because people understand that languaging kind of, um, you know, there's the dragon families that basically is the mafia. I always, I always get it after I talk about this stuff. I just have to be careful. But when I broke up with him, I had to sign like a thing saying I want to talk about certain things because like he was in the 9-11 towers the night before and told me a whole bunch of stuff. I mean, crazy stuff. And he worked for, well, he still works for Homeland Security. So I have to be a little careful. But what I did learn from him is that the 13 families don't run anything either. They're just the puppet layer. It's the corporations. And they're not just Earth corporations. They're inter interplanetary corporations, which is going to be more of the revealing. So you might have heard of the monarch corporation as in mm -hmm. yep. mk ultra mark ultra yeah. so they're in yep. charge of that but they're in charge of a lot of other stuff the umbrella corporation they just let out that weird umbrella academy thing on netflix didn't they recently so they tell us but people they're not like craft like craft and nestle those aren't the corporations there's like bigger corporations so everything in the multiverse you know at least close to us is you know run by corporations secret spaces run and guess who is the branch of enforcement for the corporations the military the military True. under the corporations not yeah, yeah. the 13 families but anyway so i learned that so when you say scary the corporations give me the heebie-jeebies shane you need yeah. to go work for them they have all the tech i mean they have the jump gates like do you know in every marriott hotel there's jump rooms Every single Marriott and Hilton hotel, there's not check out their technology, you know. Um, um, yeah, you know, under like every single city, you know, the fat high speed tram runs. You guys, I'm sure know about that. I mean, that's how they do a lot of their child trafficking and all that garbage. Um, but yeah. Well, I, I mean, not to give anything out there, Shane. I mean, Shane belongs to, I think, a good group. You know that they are obviously out there looking to not 
be part of that type of thing and to also guard against that type of stuff. And, yep. you know, That's I'd like, fun. I'd like to join soon here too. I think people have a big misconception about what they do, but we won't, we won't get into that, Shane. I'm sorry. I just yep. thought I'd right. mention, I know where you stand on some of this and where I stand on it. We're of like minds on, you know, understand this. And it's, it's, it's really enlightening even more and interesting uh, doctor that um, I know I keep saying doctor and Kimberly. I don't know. I'm going to jump back and forth. Um, we're, we're, friend, we're friends now, I hope. So, um, uh, so Kimberly, you know, I, I, it's interesting to hear you say that because more and more people who do the work that you're doing and other people who are in the paranormal and other things who aren't even in touch with that aspect of what you do, we're all saying that same thing. You're saying the exact same thing a lot of people are saying and that there are outside influences other than earthly uh, and I've heard so many different people, like you said, everybody assigns something to something. You don't know what's 100% true, what's not. But if everybody's kind of going to the same stop sign and you're <laughs> on the same road, it doesn't take logic to, to have you understand that obviously something is happening there. And there's probably a good percentage of truth in it somewhere. But which one are we getting? I don't know if that makes sense. So I'm, I'm, I'm along the lines that I think that there's been, I'm going to say it. I think there's been alien influence. I think they've been here for forever and a day. You're not going to tell, you just won't convince me that they haven't been. I'm also a guy who doesn't think that humans really 100% came, you know, that we're from here. I think that there was a genetic altercation or altering, not altercations, uh, altering. And, and I think that we were, there's some of us that are transplant too, you know, within, because there's so many different things that are not lining up anymore. Every time we discover, you know, that Cro-Magnon and Neanderthal aren't related. We're not even related in the same thing. How could that be? How could that be? You guys are telling us a whole different thing. And science itself, I know I'm getting on a soapbox, but science itself, Shane knows this. I'm very frustrated with science at times because it's become, some of it's become its own pseudo-religion where they said, this is what we've designed. This is our thing. And we're not going to operate outside that. We've already decided, well, something else comes along. Like, well, no, it doesn't fit in here. So that we're not going to think yeah. of that. We're not going to explore it. We're not going to go after it. Very much so. And I think that, you know, you're doing great work and other people like you're doing great because you're exposing, you know, mm -hmm. you're exposing this stuff. You got still, still got to be careful. And when you mentioned those families, I was, I was almost going to throw a joke out there. It's like, I hope to God it's not the Clintons because I don't want to see it disappear. Anybody? Is that too soon? It's not, okay. No, it's, not, it's not them. Okay. Um, yeah, I can only imagine, I can only imagine, you know, um, and like I said, that led into that question, what's going on in the world? I think you just kind of summed it all up pretty quickly. Um, and I would ask, you know, I guess, is there a way for all of us to, I've been part of an experiment. I know I got a lot bouncing around, so, so bear with me when I try to formulate some of my questions. Um, I was part of an experiment where we all tried to do positive thinking and generate energy to change weather. Do you think that with all of us who are working in this, I, lo I love that smile you give when I think you, you feel that I'm on the right track with something. Do you think a lot of us th that can get together and start to understand that we maybe can change a lot of things if we start? Does that make sense? You know what I'm asking? That's such a beautiful question because it's such progressive thinking. I, you just, this show is, you're one of the first hosts. I love all my hosts, but I actually just got a little more hope for humanity after this interview. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, thanks. Now my head's no, even twice I, as big. I, there you go. Know, <laughs> you know, I did not know that there were people that aren't more in like the consciousness, you know, like conspiracy, you know, like you're kind of more, you know, in different, oh, you both are kind of 
we're all kind of tangled up together, but you know, we have our slants, but that's, that's brilliant. It's so funny. One of the scripts that they, whoever the ice corporations have, which you guys might've heard the name for this summer is called summer on fire. That's their script. You know, they write their scripts and yeah. we just saw two gas explosions. Did you guys see that? There's one in the Midwest and then one overseas. Mm -hmm. There's two gas explosions. So it's funny because summer on fire, you know, it's just, we've seen a lot of fire already, but um, one of the things that we can do with the technology that I use is we can write new software programs. So I'm getting all my practitioners together that also have this technology and we're writing together a frequency set to work against the script summer on fire. So we work together to change weather, floods. I have a we have a bunch of weather panels, hurricanes, cyclones, volcanoes, and we address all the aspects, you know, from the rescue workers to the animals to the rebuild to the money. And we work on areas. And I just moved here, so I haven't got them up. But in my old house, I have a United States map and a world map, and I'll work with my technology with frequencies targeting different towns, different areas if there are tragedies. And I mean if you believe you create your own reality, well, then I believe we make a difference, you know, and we're contributing to raising the frequency. And I do see hope, um, even outside of you guys, I see hope that we are starting to move to more of a fourth, uh, kind of a fourth, you know, dimension density instead of like a 3D crazy density that we've been in for so many years. But absolutely, I also, um, you know, believe with certain things, I have a cloud buster. I mean, that's, you know, right. And I mean, Tesla messed around with that stuff too. Mm -hmm. But you know, I can I completely control the weather in my area. I always tell my girls, I need to go knock on all my neighbors' doors and say, "You're welcome." Like I program yeah. it. Like in, you know, it's summer right now, so I say I want it sunny in the day and I want it to rain every night. And it's done that for like the last seven days because I don't want to water my garden. I'm lazy. So I use my frequency okay. with the organ. So, so you had your own directives in place. Let's just be clear on that. Hey, I'm a dictator. I admit it. Okay, it's okay. It's all good. <laughs> I'd probably do the same damn thing. In fact, I kind of do that too, put my mind to consciousness to say, look, you know, and I, I, I say out loud, I look, Father, angels, whoever's controlling the weather, whoever it may be, maybe it's me. Can we just have a good summer, a good, nice, hot summer? And I got oh, it. Got I got it. And now we're in a damn drought. So oh, <laughs> oh, it's your fault. Do I file the complaint at your office for my You do. You file it here. Put it on Big Dog. I know I'm responsible for everybody's problems. We know how that goes. <laughs> I have a line of haters. Everybody just take a ticket, stand in line. It's all good. It's all good. No, that's interesting. As I said, I, I've always felt that collectively, if we all you know focus in, because let's just talk about the science end of this too. I'm, I'm sure Shane, you're aware of this uh, when I bring it up. If not, then I say, you know, I suggest you look into it. Sure. Um, but you know how scientists weren't really uh, believing that you could change water and water crystals uh, with emotions, and they've shown that it is possible. Uh, you can change plant growth. That has been shown. That is possible. You affect a lot of things with your emotions and the outward energy that you're putting out. So I don't know what more scientific proof you need on that end that obviously if you had a group of people, not saying that it would 100% work, but when I was part of that weather experiment a few years back when Art was still doing the show, and this is how long ago that was, doing Coast to Coast, and I think George did one too, um, it did make a difference in the area that all of us were focusing on. Now, that could have been a random thing, uh, but to have it focused to do certain things, and, and, it, and it did all but one of the experiments, I thought that's, that's almost a, a success. 
Um, but the ice crystal thing has always fascinated me. And they're finding along the lines of a lot of different things that, again, you projecting that positive energy makes a difference, even with your pets, obviously, uh, plants. You know, I saw on a search of many years ago, doctor, many years ago, Leonard Nimoy had a thing where do our plants alive and do they have feelings and emotions? And, you know, they even had auras that remained after they'd clip off leaves and branches. And the damn things that about scream and yell when people were trimming them. And I mean, it made you start thinking, well, damn, I don't want to walk on the grass now because, you know, what's going on? But I think it's uh, frequency wise and, and the oneness, I think it's all connected. I don't know. I get crazy. I'm sorry. I get crazy with this. No, stuff. I love that so much. You know, I used to think that was all BS. It's so funny how we evolve, uh, right. you know, and thinking. But when everybody would be like, consciousness, we're all one. I'm like, whatever. But now I'm coming back around. <laughs> I'm coming back to around like the three of us here are just, you know, all powerful, infinite expressions of eternal consciousness, just choosing. Or maybe not choosing because Danny, I actually think you were captured and brought here. I don't think you chose to come to earth, but that's a whole nother conversation for you and I to have. But, you know, but choosing how to express yourselves. We do have choices. What color house are you going to move into? Where are you going to live? What kind of clothes are you going to wear? That is an expression of infinite fire creation, creation, which separates a lot of beans from a lot of other beans like the grays. Have you ever seen a gray? I have lots of pictures of grays. There's no creation in those little Android things, you know? So, I mean, it's Android things. Let's repeat, go back to that. Oh yeah. They're, I believe they're like some kind of AI soulless program, little puppet things that are like, you know, little gray slimy robots that do the bidding of other groups, that whether they're. Huh. I've never heard that interpretation of them. More I have, like, I have once. Yeah, no. once on a show. So she's the second person I've heard that from. Mostly yeah. they're like, you know, I assume they're small, you know, non-human flesh with some kind of, you know, I mean, some kind of similar item. I didn't. I never pictured androids. That just caught me off guard. No, I, I can't. I can't remember the person, doctor, and I can't remember how long ago it was. It, it had to have been a couple of years ago, again, on a on a coast to coast uh, episode. And that person had thrown out like he's listen, you're gonna think this is crazy, but his it was it was a male, and he said, Well, I've had a thought that these are and he brought up Star Trek and he goes that these are beings much like data, like they're they're cybernetic organisms that have living flesh and things flowing through them, but they've got like microchips in their brains. Uh, because of all the cases he had studied where people have been you know abducted by them and doing all the research they do they seem very disconnected but they have ways about them that just don't seem obviously quite human which you, you can't throw that out to something that exists that's not actually human but i got i understood what he was saying so you're, you're now the second person i've heard throw that throw that thought out there what if and he didn't say new he just said what if because of of the way that they operate and, and what they do um and and who knows who knows what's going out there? Like on Shane's side of, you know, the scientific side of things, a lot of everything is supposition until we can actually, you know, put it in front of us and take it down. Um, and I'm going to jump a little bit more in the alien thing. And then I definitely want to get into the cryptid thing with you because I have some thoughts about. And I have, and I have a couple questions to sneak in there when you get a. Yes, spot. sir. Yes, sir. Write them down so you don't forget. I'm scared of Shane. I'm scared of Shane. <laughs> <laughs> you shouldn't be scared of Shane. He is a wonderful human Dr. being. Dr. Uh, Shane. Dr. Shane. <laughs> Dr. Shane. <laughs> yep, Dr. Feek. Dr. Feek. 
Um, everybody, we're going to take another quick break. I know it's, uh, it, we're going great. And, and uh, Dr. Kimberly has just been so patient with me. Uh, and we appreciate her being here with us. Shane also coming on to co-host uh, the SMP Paranormal uh, Show. You can find all the information about the Southern Michigan Paranormals folks if you go to www.themichigan69podcast.com. Scroll down, find the page. It says SMP, Southern Michigan Paranormals page, and you will see how long we've been a group. Uh, we've been at it almost 15 years now, and we've got a 281 cases under our belt um, and just a lot of great work. It wasn't all done by me. It wasn't the Dan show. This was done by members who have come and gone from the group. Uh, Shane has been you know, uh, instrumental. I want to thank Shane for trying to get me back on track and getting us back on track where we need to be with the group because we were kind of going to the wayside there uh, with some of our identity. But uh, you can find all you want to know about us, also about Bob Penny. Uh, he's also a paranormal investigator, and he is our co-pilot and, and also co-owner of the network. And uh, Bob's been at it since 1992. Bob's been around the block. Uh, you'll find out some information about Elmer. So give us a look. Give us a listen. On that, uh, let's get into some music and a couple of PSAs, and we'll be back for more right after this. And we are back. We're back as always. Uh, we have not gone anywhere. Uh, we stay right where we're at in our seats. And I am broadcasting to you live from the historic Hotel Nichols. I'm going to shamefully advertise the historic Hotel Nichols right here in, in downtown South Haven, South Haven, Michigan. Folks, look it up. It's a historic hotel. It's got a great history. Um, you know, great staff. Uh, we're friends with the owners, uh, the Whitefords. And, uh, of course, my wife's now the assistant manager. And what more could you ask for for perfection when you come to stay at a hotel? So give us a shout out and uh, take it a look. And, of course, our, uh, our friends at Gun Barrel Coffee and Henderson Castle. So we're back with Dr. Kimberly. Shane, you said you had some uh, questions. And I'm going to shut my mouth and drink some water and let All you go, right. man. Go for it. So... Across the entire paranormal spectrum, okay, everybody always talks about this frequency. And from my scientific mind, the only thing I can find, well, a couple things that have frequency would be sound, obviously, and electromagnetic waves. So when people talk about frequency from the spiritual from the you know mental what what is the frequency and what it i mean is it electromagnetic is it a physical vibration is it i mean i'm just trying to because the idea is i want to attempt to build instruments that could detect this and do stuff with it because in the paranormal field, obviously, if you can detect spiritual energy, then you should be able to detect entities and ghosts and cryptids and whatever other things that you're looking to find, if indeed they all radiate this frequency or energy. So can right. you, nobody seems to be able to tell me what it is. They're just oh. like, well, it happens. No, no. I mean, well, each person here, like Danny, Kimberly, and Shane, we each are emitting. I'll, I'll tell you exactly what frequency. It, I mean, I'll I'll tell you do my best. So, right. 90, I, I 92, okay, ninety-two point three. Is I know. I can see him from here. <laughs> Stop. Just, I, yeah, I'm sorry. I, uh, I, I'm, I got thick skin. I I can take it. All right. All right. 
So 92.3 is a country music station here. It is sure. on a certain frequency. If okay, I want to listen to that. If I want to listen to the classical station, I have to go up. All the all the old people stations are always like above the young people stations, if you've ever noticed that. Sure, so like yeah. I have to I have to go up to like, you know, 99.7. And that's sure. a sign to them. That's where they are allowed to broadcast sound, you know. And, and I understand that part. No, you do, but I'm I mean for the yeah. audience, I'm being a little simplistic. So okay. Now I'm making this part up because I don't know, but I do know I there are already instruments created that could measure Danny's frequency. So Danny has a certain frequency and it would be, you know, like seven, four, five point two four. And mine would be like, you know, it's in, within a range of the human avatar, which is what I call it, or the human robot. You know, this flesh vibrates at a certain frequency. So no matter what bean is inside, uh, you're you're going to be in a range, and viruses okay. all have an assigned number of frequencies. So science, you know, scientists that work with viruses and bacteria, um, they all have certain frequencies. Hormones have certain frequencies. That's what I mean. Every single thing, but it's all in a range. So all the viruses, you know, are between, and I don't know what they are. I should to answer these questions more intelligently, but you know, they're within a specific range, and no virus will ever be outside of that range. But the differentiation in the viruses, you know, they might start with the same two numbers, kind of like a bank account, but they'll end, you know, with different numbers. It just tweaks it sure. a little bit, but in the same range. So, right. I mean, absolutely, I believe, I, and I, I will, after the show, if you'd like me to, hook you up with my engineer. Because what I love about my engineer, he's like, you, Shane? So I talk, blah, 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 blah. And he says, okay, I'll make a machine and take care of it yeah, for you. Yeah, that's what I do. I make the machine. <laughs> As you can so see by the last so. you know, like the hardcore answers, I can hook you up with him because you guys will right. talk brainiac to brainiac, and I don't talk brainiac, I talk woo, but I'm smart, <laughs> and so right. I, need, you know, I need a guy like you. So, um, you know, we all have our own frequencies, and does that change? Yes, if you get really healthy, you stop eating meat, which is my personal opinion. We, I and mean, that's another show, probably. You know, you do detoxes, you clean, you lose weight, whatever, you know, you take vitamins, whatever healthy is, you know, your frequency can change purportedly come up higher, raise your frequency. You hear all the consciousness people, raise your frequency. You know, to me, that's what it means. You have to do things. You have to take action. You can't just hear a speaker and raise your frequency or, you know, fairy sure. godmother. So all of that being said, you know how I actually usually get great pictures of beans? Okay. And this is going to go way off. We're going to go way left. Okay. Thanks. Hold your disbelief. So when I'm driving, I get followed around a lot because I am who I am and I've done what I've done and I do what I do. And uh, as soon as a Draco, a bean in a human suit that's not human, look at his nose, bitch, drives alongside me. I get out my camera. They play Let's Hide from the Camera Games, which normal innocent people don't hide from a camera, by the way. They say, why are you taking my picture, you blah, blah, blah. But they don't slam their bodies back and try to hide from you. Um, okay. I have tons of pictures of reptiles and Draco and greys and everything in human suits because I have the ability to see beneath what is inside a bean. And okay. so I know I don't take pictures like I'd wreck if I'm taking thousands of pictures. You know what alerts me? Mm. Their frequency, their broadcasting. I know and I get great pictures 90%. Sometimes I'm wrong and I get disappointed. I'm like, you're just a stupid human. You know, you're not fun. I don't have any sizzle there. But yeah, so, and that's how I find, I live in the middle of the woods and the mountains. Okay. And a lot of times I even feel they throw a frequency at me, Shane, because okay. I look 
last night I took a great picture, sent it to my son-in-law who, when my daughter married him, he didn't know he could see cryptos, but I taught him within like three days and he had to have some of that gift. And he's like, oh, I see it up in the tree. It's almost in the fur, as we say, it's almost fully formed into a physical form where everyone would agree that this is something weird. Now, is it a Sasquatch? We call a lot of things Sasquatch. We call a lot of things Dogman. We call a lot of things ghosts that are probably yeah. other things. But it's something that's not a squirrel. That's not, you know, I have pictures of what look like monkeys, you know, large monkeys from the African, you know, whatever plains okay. you know, in my pine trees in North Carolina. I would love for someone to explain that to me. Oh. You know, I, I don't, I can't answer why. I just know what I see well, and what the camera sees. When you detect the frequencies, do you hear it? Do you, I mean, what mechanism, mechanism like, you know, somebody walks by you, you say you detect their frequency. Do you feel it? Do you hear it? Do, does it come no, inside your no. brain? It's, it's just a knowing based on my, you know, my psychic abilities is how they come in. Okay. But other people, I think other people have talked about, I know I've heard Sasquatch stories, loosely using that term, where they hear the infrasound. <laughs> I'm sure you've okay, heard sure. these stories too. Yeah. And they lose time and their watches don't work and they're all befuddled, stumbling around, where's my car parked, you know, all that. Yeah. So uh, I do know that that's, I mean, obviously that's a different type of frequency, but I think it's in a way in the same loose category how I identify them. Sure, because for me, like, unfortunately I have the psychic abilities of a rock or a lump of coal. I mean, I have no feelings of the world, what's around as far as like energy or anything. So I don't know if I'm just walking around in the woods in the dark or, you know, whatnot, but there, as far as I'm concerned, I mean, if I stick my finger in the wall outlet, I'll find the energy, but other than oh, that. Invitation, Danny, here's a new trip for you guys. Come to North right. Carolina. You'll all be believers in one night. Hmm. I'm not a believer. I just, like I said, I, 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 I got a couple of things to throw in there because as far as fre right. frequency goes, and I know, I know that science is still trying to unravel, uh, you know, all of them. There, there are many that exist. I mean, I, I know the list, uh, you know, radio waves, sound waves. There's a lot of different things that are on there. I've seen the list. I've looked at it. Uh, there's other things that are in there and there's high frequency, low frequency, mid to low, mid to mid, mid to low range, high to yeah. low. I mean, it, it's, it's mind boggling that there's so much right now of that traffic going on around us and we have no idea. And one of our theories in paranormal, let's talk about EVPs in, in reference before I talk about Tesla for a second, um, is that, you know, our theory for the longest time was that this, these digital recorders and let's, let's, let's take the digital recorder out of it, folks. Okay. Everybody hang with me. Everybody listening right now, hang with me. Let's go back to the early times. Um, they're creating vinyl discs, which use electromagnetic, process to, in order to put grooves and, and record sound on a disc. Now, this is early days. I love vinyl, too. Yeah, and it, me too. Me too. Um, Pop over and, and visit. I'll play I vinyl. want you DJ on vinyl. You know, the, you you actually yeah. turn the vinyl backwards. That's the good stuff. The show has That's gone cool. off, the, off the tracks right now. Yep. Okay, so. <laughs> All right, <laughs> never keep was, moving. Never was on the tracks. Um, no, where I'm going with that is that, you know, one of the first reported, this is documented and written now, whatever you think of the psychical research, uh, you know, uh, gentlemen out of Great Britain, even though they had a lot of things wrong, they had a lot of things right. It's just that there weren't a lot of great thinking processes that were put in, that were engaged at the time, but they were on 
they were on track with a lot of different things. The ITC community, trans communication uh, community has a lot of different things and they have scientists like you, Shane, that build, like I said, a lot of these sets out of copper wiring and all this, these different things that are old school. Where I'm going with this is folks is that, do we really know what's operating on what frequency? Because we think we've identified quite a few. Okay. Even the sounds from space are still blowing scientists' minds. They're like, well, we never knew this vibrated on a certain frequency and now we're able to record this. It's it's I mean, this is where I'm at with this. So what I'm saying about EVPs is that this gentleman had no clue. He goes out to record sounds, early days of recording of songbirds in Denmark, Sweden, wherever the hell this guy was. I'm having a brain fart, but it is out there. Um, and he's picking up voices in his garden and there's there's nobody there with him. And he's out there collecting songbird okay so this is years many years before we have invented radio okay so and then along the time that cbs and nbc and all these guys were trying to formulate uh radio stations and i want to say maybe nbc was the first i could be wrong maybe it's maybe it's central but i, I would have to think it's nbc might have been the first so they're building transmitters based on a lot of tesla's information Edison was a thief, by the way. Yes, I said it. Um, so they're building transmitters, and they're getting ready to do this new thing called radio, you know, because they're doing ship-to-shore communications, all a lot of brand-new things. And these guys also are picking up <laughs> voices and things, and there's nobody else with a radio transmitter or a set yep. at that time. And they're, these engineers are like... They were told to shut up about it and stifle it. So many years later, a lot of these guys wrote in their own memoirs and things. I saw this on PBS, believe it or not, who actually had something that was truthful. Anybody? So, I had to pick myself up from the chair. because. <laughs> so I know this is long-winded, but paying with me, folks. Um, you know, they were getting things as far back then that they just couldn't quite understand. So what I tell people now, you know, about digital recorders is like, look, they're only designed to do what they're designed to do. But uh, it seems that for some reason, they're able to lock into some of these open frequencies, whatever the frequency might be. And nobody in the paranormal has a clue. I wish people would stop making these obelisks and all these other devices because they're, they're only designed to have a certain word syntax to them. Another soapbox moment in the paranormal that they only do a certain thing. And, and, you know, with what I'm talking about is that there were things coming through on the digital recorder. Obviously, we know no one's in the room with it. Shane has been with me when yep. I've captured some things that shouldn't be there. Shane has captured sure. things that should oh, yeah. not be there. And we're both like, what in the world? So my thing, my my portion of the frequency thing is that do, we listen, we're human beings. We think we understand everything. We don't. I understand Shane's question, and, and I'm I'm with Shane. I'm perplexed because we only have the certain ones that we identify, but there's obviously something else going on. You know, the sure. vibration one alone is something Tesla was all about. Tesla talked very early on about frequencies being used to heal people of diseases and heal people of sicknesses. This guy was going to build the – Shane, you remember what this is called, right? The tower he never got to finish? Uh, he, Tesla coil. Yeah, and he was going to transmit energy – right through yep. the earth <laughs> yeah, yeah. and you know so i'm with you i think that there's there's frequency in all of us i, I you can use a tri-field meter and like you said uh doctor that it can pick up my i've done it with people it'll pick up a certain reading on everybody and it's always slightly different with certain people i haven't done any experiments with emotion much like you'd see in ghostbusters 2 you know we're like hey now bring in the puppy now take the puppy away kind of a tongue-in-cheek joke just to see how it affects the atmosphere, you know, and frequency. So I, I think everything 
to me is vibrating and moving. Uh, Shane knows this scientifically that, you know, we perceive everything as being solid, but everything is vibrating. Everything is moving. I think everything has. Right. Right. Heat is the movement of the atoms basically. Correct. Correct. And like I said, we're just now questioning and wondering and some of us like, you know, doctor, you know, you have an, you have this gift and I call what I have a gift. I used to think it was a curse, but I think we're in tune. You know, we, you, I think, you know, as well as I do, um, uh, doctor, that we can't always tell everybody it's a hundred percent. We can't always explain everything that we're feeling and that we're getting or tell you why. I just know that when we show you that we're on and you've seen it, seen us do it in front of you. What else am I supposed to tell you? I, I don't have a communicator in my pocket and Mr. Spock is not sending me information, you know, to fool anybody. So I'm with, I'm, all I'm saying is long-windedly, I'm with Shane on that question. I just ask like, well, what frequencies are we talking about? And the thing of it is maybe we're not supposed yeah. to know. And what like, are they? I mean, that's what I want to know. what are they? Are they right. Are they right. electromagnetic frequencies? Are they physical vibration? Are they heat? Are they? Could that's it be what something that's, could it be something that's beyond our understanding of physics? If I know what it is, is, then I can maybe build something. Right, that's really why perfect. you need to talk to Bill, the engineer, not yeah, not Kimberly. <laughs> I think Kimberly a lot of the like, over there, over there. Bill's like, yeah, okay, let's yeah. you make something to find that out, like you. Yeah, that's sure. why I love engineers, and I hate engineers. But Bill's yeah, and heard, too, so he's a good mix. Go ahead. Dan. Yeah, yeah and I've, I've heard, I've heard from some some of the people who ask what ask what Shane's asking that some of the old school engineers who were in the pioneering days were losing them, you know, every day uh, of radio can answer some of that stuff. So these guys have spent a lifetime trying to track it down because they would have just these weird things happen. They still do. Uh, I remember Mike McKelly uh, on a local radio station here. He's cool. Um, yeah, very cool. And we got to. Uh, doctor we got to investigate this radio station and there was all sorts of wackiness going on because this huge generators going and i'm getting voices and stuff and then the next day things were shut down they went off the air for no reason they couldn't figure it out and of course mike calls me up and he's like was that you did you do something did you get somebody stirred up here and their engineers had no idea why certain things were knocked off the air things magically came back on again it's, it's science man it it Ugh. science is a great tool. I love it. We got, we have to have it, but like, I, like I know Shane and I've had friendly debates. I just think that he could probably yell at me for saying this, but I just think it's not always the answer to everything. I think there's more sure. going on. And when we do get the answer, I'll be happy. You know, cryptids. Okay. You mentioned cryptids. I hear saying that. Oh yeah. I'm sorry. I was just going to say, I'd love it. If Shane, if you want to, you know, design a device that identifies them, you know, I'll become the lazy cryptid observer, you know, there you go. I, I'm fine with that. <laughs> well, we'll, well you know get what? to the bottom of a helicopter and we'll fly across the woods and we'll find all of them. Why, why is there a helicopter me. involved? What? I'm well, down with that. You can cover a lot of area really fast. <laughs> okay all right you know what? i can point out no you guys you could too i wish we were in the same place like right now we were like filming a series because i could show you how to identify areas of high cryptid con uh concentration on google maps well doctor hmm. if you find somebody to finance that you can have shane and i on your series and i yeah, would be happy we'll to work up. with you i will well, show up right. uh, we've got some things brewing so i'll keep that in mind yeah, let us know. We'd love to be part of that. Um, um, I also would like to touch on the cryptid thing. Um, I've had two friends 
who have um, had experiences with something that they can't quite explain. Um, one was Bob Penny, who I mentioned, and Bob had seen something he's not quite sure of. He said, I didn't want to call it dog man, but that's what it resembled. Um, and, you know, uh, then my friend up in Gaylord, Michigan, said that he saw something very similar too. So, and I've seen some things, so I believe in it. And I think that they're, they, I don't I want to say otherworldly, but there's things running around that we just don't understand. Yep, I have um, dog men on my property. Hmm. Uh, good. Gotta say, hmm? And bad. Not all dog men are bad and Sasquatch are good. I have bad Sasquatch on my property. I have bad dog men. I have good dog men. I have good Sasquatch. Uh, and I'm using that term loosely because I'm admitting right. to you, I'm not like most people. I'm not definitive about anything. I'm open to being wrong. I'm open to learning. I'm open to changing my mind. But uh, what I observe, they fit, you know, what people, you know, say a dog walking upright that's very large and scary looking, but they're not always scary. They do travel. They seem to travel, at least in North Carolina, with a Sasquatch. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. And we've had Dr. Meldrum on and the Olympic Project. Oh, you guys have. On Okay. Yeah, yeah. And pretty informative. I mean, like I said, I, I'm always a guy that says, well, a lot of people have their opinions, as I do and you do and everybody else does. Yeah, sure. And that's that's fine and dandy. But, you know, one would we really know, hopefully at some point soon. But um, I want to have you back on on a part oh, two. So I want nice. to- I want to call this part one. We can do a scan on the train. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because we've barely touched some things. I, I got a ton of questions, and I didn't want to, you know, take up all of your afternoon. Um, but or evening, wherever you're at. Oh, you're in Virginia. That's right. Eh. Um, again, getting old really stinks, folks. Okay. Um, <laughs> part two. And if you agree to be on, maybe we can get you back on next week uh, during the day, and Shane and I can come at you again with some more more stuff. If you're, if you're open to it, I'd love to have you back. And yeah. I would like to, you seem very interested and I know you're down there. I would love to have you as part of SMP and, and maybe be in touch with you down there. And then if there's ever a chance we're all able to be together or do something, that'd be great. I'd love to have that your insight. Cool. Oh, I'd love, I, you, you know, I actually, people think I don't like people that are like have scientific minds, but I love investigating things with someone like, Shane, because I want to know that if I'm hearing, feeling, seeing something, I want I want it to be thrown out. You know, that's a yeah. shadow. Ding dong. So for me, that's a so that's for a me I want people like you <laughs> to direct the entities to the devices. Oh, so, goodness. I used to do that for groups, paranormal groups all over the country. Because that's the thing is, is yeah. it, it, you know, this, this, the thing that I've discovered is the more advanced the equipment has gotten, the less and well, less done. and less stuff that you end up getting. To the point where, okay, you're hauling this stuff all over the place. You're spending a whole night there or a day or whatever. And you come back and you spend hours going over statistics and math and functions and you don't find jack crap. And then I have somebody tell me, oh, well, the entity was probably there, but it was just sitting in the chair over there and it wasn't where your machine was. It's like, all right, well, so maybe oh, next time can you just tell them where, you know, I mean, because some yeah. people describe them as being, you know, this small thing the size of a marble and you're in the, something the size of a room. It could be right next to it and not do anything. And it's like, no, that's what I did. I would go on act. I mean, I would go in person and then I eventually did it remotely, but we would go on investigations with other groups. And I was the person that said point and shoot there, set up the cameras here. Uh, I've been, See, you know, I've done, I mean. 
you know, I've done a consultation in uh, someone in California said, tell us what's here. What are we going to run into? I'm like a long skinny guy named this. He looks like this. This is why he's there. Then they have names. They have emotional triggers. They have stories to discuss, to draw. So, um, and I have a really funny story, but I'm going to save it for next time about EVPs. I dated a guy who got, uh, could see and talk to entities and he was excellent at EVPs. I have a really funny story about that. That didn't end so well, but we'll save it for next time. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I can't wait to. So we're gonna. I, I will get in touch with you uh, by tomorrow. See if we can hook up a time next week, and Shane and I will come back on if you're if you're free and available. I'd love to do a part two because there's much more I want to run past you. Yeah, That's you guys good. are like hardcore sure. investigators. Like you, yeah. you're taking it seriously. I love that. Like I'm serious about what well, I do, and I respect that. And I have fun too. Yeah. Believe. Oh yeah, we have fun. Yeah, I've got stories. We'll save that for part two as well. Shane knows some of them. Yeah, oh, we yeah. take it serious, but we don't take it so serious we don't have fun doing this. But uh, I want to thank you for being on with us and, and yeah, spending thanks. time it's with us great. on part one. Part one with Dr. Kimberly McGeorge and uh, Shane Feek. And you guys have been listening to the SMP Paranormal Show. And uh, again, shout out to uh, Unrestricted Radio and Stacy Lee for putting that together and having us on Sunday night. So you're going to be able to hear the doctor again on Sunday night, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, folks, on unrestrictedradio.com. Please download the app so you can listen to all the great shows and rock and roll music, all sorts of stuff. Uh Everybody, uh, just appreciate you being here. Doctor, tell, her tell everybody where they can find you and where they can go to get some information from you. Oh, yeah, secrettoeverything.com or type my name in. I'm old, so I've been around a while. You can type my name, type my business name. More than spring you ever chicken. wanted to hear or know will come up, so you're good. <laughs> She's a spring chicken compared to me. Shane, give yourself yeah. a plug in your podcast that you do a plug, which is going to be premiering on a page here as hopefully tomorrow. Excellent. Um, yeah, I'm the Studio Six Paranormal uh, with my uh, co-host uh, Jay Hill, and so we have Studio Six. You can look that up on YouTube. You can look it up on Facebook. You can see some of my tech talks and some of my random, <laughs> all kinds of different parties and stuff and things we've done online. So, so yeah, look in there, Studio Six Paranormal. Very cool. And that's going to be premiering on the Michigan69podcast.com network. And you can watch it live on Sunday nights, 8 p.m. Eastern. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. And uh, we're going to be doing some more, uh, some live broadcasting here very soon. Uh, I'll tell everybody the big talk show is going live hopefully next Saturday with Estos, Mama Cat, and a few other people. Yeah, it's going to be fun. And uh, also, we're going to be doing some, like today, we're going to be doing some live locations. Uh, you know, uh, shows from Henderson Castle and uh, whatnot. But uh, I'm looking for questions, so that definitely sure. be an interesting show. So, everybody, thank you. I'm signing off from Historic Hotel Nichols here in South Haven, Michigan. And as uh, Bob and Elmer would say, uh, you know, keep your eyes to the sky and happy haunting. <laughs>